Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Erin Jensen. And we are on episode 77. 77. Doble siete. Oh, I love how you just throw in another language. Can you say that in another language other than Spanish? Mm, let's see. Un, du trois, quatre, cinq, sept. Sit, sit. I oh. think that's French for 77. I don't know. Uh, if we have any French listeners, they can go ahead and correct me on that. But I know how to speak. I know how to count to 10 in French. I think un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, sept, huit, neuf, dix. I don't know. Everyone's going to come at me now because I don't know my numbers. But yeah, 77 is where we're at right now. So happy to be here. Thanks. I know. <laughs> Thanks for driving all the way out to Claremont for me. I, I appreciate me and, it. Me and Sean, our sound guy, we just hop on that fucking 210 freeway and cruise in the carpool lane. It's really nice having Sean in my car because I can finally take the carpool. Do you ever drive the carpool? Yeah. By yourself? I mean, I know there's a lot of narcs that listen to our episode. <laughs> well, no one's so, going to find your car on the freeway. Well, you know, when you drive a mint green Ferrari like I do, I kind of <laughs> stick out and I stand out on these streets. So if you see a mint green Ferrari in the carpool lane, just mind your business. I'll give you one of my old baby seats so you can put in the back. <laughs> I've often thought if I get pulled over, what if I say I'm pregnant? Does that count? No. I have a, I have a second person in the car. I mean, you could you could say anything you want yeah. to. I'll be, I, I mean, I don't know. Nice you are. Honestly, if a cop pulls me over for being in the carpool lane, I'll be like, you know what? This is the risk I take and just write me my ticket. Well, I, then if you divide it by how many times you've been in the carpool lane, it's like $5 a trip, probably. Totally. It's like fast track of risk taking. Exactly. It's it's totally, absolutely. So, so yeah, sometimes I do. But then also when I'm in the carpool lane, even though I don't have somebody in the car, I'm like, is this really worth it, Megan? Is the five minutes you're going to? But you know what justifies that? I'm like, it's not a matter of time. It's just the inefficiency of mm-hmm. me stopping and going. It's like, I'm sorry, boo-boo. If a cop pulls me over, I'll be like, <laughs> arrest me, 911. I'll be like, you got me, dog. Like, go ahead and, and lock me up and throw away the key because I did wrong. I'm not going to fight with him over that. I'll just be like, you know what? It's we. I'm not risk adverse. Like what, that's What was the last ticket you got? Like legit ticket. Speeding ticket. Speeding ticket going through the grapevine to San Francisco. So this was years ago. I mean, I've gotten pulled over for... Oh, no, I take that back, actually. This is kind of a crazy story. Did I tell this before about the Border Patrol pulling me over? Well, if you know. don't remember it, it must not have been memorable. Well, we're at 77 episodes, so I kind of lose track on what we've talked so about. So I was crossing the border, as I usually do, and I look a little sus because I'm like this, like... I look kind of like a narco, I would say, you know, like I'm this like white chick that just drives along the border alone all the time, all the time. Like often they can see, you know, I have centuries so they can see my history and see where I'm going. And they always like check me out. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have I, I stay in Mexico very often. They're like, huh, where are you going? I'm like, Los Angeles, huh? Roll down your windows, pop your trunk. I'm like, absolutely. I got nothing. I, I claim nothing. I bring nothing back from Mexico no. except dirty clothes. Not even a plant or a fruit. No. 
nothing scandalous. And so I get go through the border one day and I'm just cruising back home, you know, answering emails, you know, driving with my knees, writing emails with my like I'm, I'm scandalous. And I'm in the fast lane and this dude is on my ass in like a big F-150, 250, 350, whatever they are. And I was like, this dude will not get off my ass. And so I get out into the second fastest lane and he's still following on my ass. And I'm like, listen, I'm the type of person you know, like shit or get off the pot. If you're not going 85 in the fast lane, then get out the yeah. way. That's how I roll. And so I was like, okay, dude, I'm out the fast lane. No, he kept following me. And I was like, this is sketchy. Then I see in my rear view mirror lights lighting up in his grill. It's an unmarked like four screen truck. And I'm like, great. I'm going to get chopped up that into pieces. That is axe murder and shit. raped. Yeah, yes. exactly. So I, I pull over and I like drop a pin to somebody, maybe to you, you probably weren't paying attention. I drop a pin. I like, I, you know, I put the, the phone on record and I'm like, uh, yeah, can I help you? He pulls me over. He's like, hey, you're growing pretty fast. And I ran your plate and I noticed you just crossed the border. You're like, and, and I was like, what agency? I, I was, you know what? I wasn't even being smart. Was he in a uniform? No. Nothing. It was fucking like sketchy. Wranglers. And then I look at the plate and I see it's a U.S. government plate. And yeah. I was like, okay, so it is a government entity. But he's like, yeah, I mean, you were just driving pretty fast and you just crossed the border. And I'm like, I said to him, I was like, do you want to check my trunk, stranger, man, who, I mean, I don't even know if you're legit, but yeah. like, I was like, and I was going to say, you were on my ass, dog. Like you were riding mine. I was just keeping up with the pace of the traffic. Yeah, and you wouldn't know to slow down because it's not a police no, car. He didn't know no. it was. I mean, I, yeah, I was probably driving a little reckless. I could drive a little more carefully, but I got shit to do. You know, I was like answering phone You calls. do drive zippy, like, <laughs> like back and forth, back and forth. I learned from that. Yes. If you ride with my dad or with my brother, we drive like maniacs, but we get to the place, you know, it's kind of like you hold on to the oh shit handlebar and you're just like, <laughs> you got to trust the process. It's like, I got places to go, people to do. I don't have time for this. So anyways, he was like, you know, I could write you a ticket. And I, I mean, I so want to like buck and have a hot mouth and like prove a point, but I'm like, what's the easier, softer way? The easier, softer way is say, thank you have a great day and then drive off. And I just, it was just so weird. I'd never seen such a thing. Like I'll get pulled over in a cop car all day long. Cause I did something wrong. I rolled yeah. a stop sign or whatever, but I don't, I don't often, that often doesn't happen, but it was just so sketch. That sounds like he just had ego, but no authority. Yeah. He was like, could well, a border I could patrol write you a speeding exactly. ticket. Do they have the booklets? Like all right, any CHP? of our listeners, if you know the answer to that, let us yeah, know. Yeah. I know all your, all your cop husbands, or maybe we have some, some officers who are our listeners. Maybe Annie's husband can tell us, Mike. We'll have to we'll have to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. But yeah, if you're a border patrol, I mean, yeah, it's just so funny because I get so nervous, even though I have nothing on me. I haven't carried drugs on my body in like 14 years, but I still <laughs> get so Is nervous. There residue somewhere. I still get sweaty. I'm like, did I do something wrong? Do I have an orange in my trunk? I one time went through the border with walked through the border with an orange and they pulled me to secondary because I had like a cutie you in my purse. You had a cutie in your pocket. In I was like, purse. I should have eaten that. So <laughs> don't worry. I'm not a fugitive, you guys. But I don't even know why we got on the top of <laughs> well, this. Well, anyways, we were talking, we're about, talking driving. about No, we're not talking about our brushes with the law. No. I, 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 I mean, that could be another episode about how my brushes with the law. <laughs> it would be all about you. I don't think I have any. But, Shit. But we are, we are going to talk about me today. Finally. God, yes. I'm sick of talking about myself. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will take over this episode somehow. <laughs> Sean's okay. laughing in the background, our sound guy, because so, he knows it's true. What are we going to do okay. on this episode? episode if you 77. are on the TikTok, on TikTok, the TikTok, you sound so fucking old. I'm so old, right? If you're on the TikTok, the TikTok, the TikTok, you know that thing, the TikTok. So what was it, last week, we or two, uh, what was going viral was Alabama recruitment. 
Hashtag Bama Rush. Wait, is that are those girls like haven't ever seen an Where they're just like mocked. Everyone okay. does like the that no, one. Well, no, that was the Southern girls. What colleges they were going oh, to? Okay, like, thank you. I'm going clipping. to Texas or TCU or Texas whatever. You. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and. All the people were doing like duets with it, being yes. like, "Okay, so that's what that. the white girl." The South is a whole; it's a, a whole nother thing, especially mm-hmm. in like the college sorority world. Um, Alabama uh, recruitment—it's recruitment season, falls recruitment se- season for sororities. So it was following girls through the whole recruitment process. But I don't know if you've seen those videos where the girls would do door chants, where it's like eighteen heads in a door and they're singing back and forth and like shaking their heads, and no, it's crazy. Wow, I, I never did that, but. Uh, I thought we'd go back memory lane and talk about my sorority experience. <laughs> I, had a good I don't time. even I don't even know about her sorority experience. I hope you you divulge the secrets about all the weird hazing you guys had to do. I know it's kind of boring, but I had a great time in my sorority. Um, I know other people might have had bad experiences and, you know, it's different depending on the organization or the people that are in it or the school it's in. So I am by no means here to tell you you should be in a sorority. They're good, bad. I just had a really fun time in mine. Mm-hmm. And it taught me so many things in life, in my career, that I think it was such a beneficial experience. And I got really drunk a lot, too. And it was really fun. Oh, my fun. gosh. But, uh, she got really drunk. Yeah, girl. She, like, drank a little pop-off and was okay. like, woo! Megan always has to, like, upstage you. Oh, you you got drunk? Well, I'm like, I am oh, sober. I went to oh, rehab. <laughs> you got drunk? Well, I pissed my bed. I pissed my pants at a party one time. Oh, you got drunk? Have you ever thrown up all over yourself and woken up in booty shorts that the guy you are with were wearing? You didn't actually get drunk. When you get drunk like I get drunk, then you could say you got drunk. <laughs> All these girls are like, oh my God, she fucking wet the bed and threw up on herself. Who hasn't done that? Oh wait, normal girls. Normal girls haven't done that. Oh, I've and done that for sure. Too. Yeah. I've I'm I'm a I'm a recovered alcoholic, so I can laugh about these funny moments where I, I literally did I went to a beards and booty shorts party. Wait, wait, wait. Beards and booty shorts. That was the theme. See, we, I, we didn't have sorority life or frat life at San Francisco State because we're all commuters and the average age of the student is like 35 <laughs> and they all have at least 1.5 kids. So we did not have a frat row, but there was a, a house party. And so all of the we all dressed in like I had a fake beard and booty shorts and then the guys wore booty shorts and had their beards on. And I woke up the next day literally in my guy friend's booty shorts. We didn't hook up. It was just one of those. I think I had like wet myself or something. Came to covered in vomit, banging on my door, being like, Where, let me in. Poor Kaylin, Kaylin, the therapist. She was my roommate and she was just like, OK, and like put me in the bathtub. <laughs> Did you just have like a paste on beard? It was one of those things that would it kind of like a face mask where like the little elastic oh. goes around your ears. <laughs> like a lumberjack uh, beard. So that's, thank you guys for listening. That is my sorority experience. Okay, that's the closest thing to mine, but great, great, great. back to you. Okay. Back to me. So uh, a lot of you guys, if you're not familiar what a sorority is, you probably know it's a, it's an organization at a college level. Essentially it's like community empowered experience where you get together. It is um, it's a group of girls, typically. I mean, it is. So sororities are girls, fraternities are boys. Um, I know some colleges have actually banned sororities and fraternities because it is a single sex organization. Mm. Like I know Harvard has done that. And then there's been big like pushback from the organizations to, you know, I think, I think definitely we want to be equal playing fields, but I think there is something that goes really far with having that community of someone of the same sex, if that's what you choose to. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are other like 
like other organizations that are co-ed. I'm trying to think. I should know better about this, but I think in general, sororities are all uh, females. Yeah. Um. So what it is is that it's it's this sisterhood that we like to say where it's involved around um, a social aspect, philanthropy, um, community-based experiences, and it, the really the goal is to like form these lifelong friendships, you know, leadership experiences, academic excellence. They help teach you how to grow, have you involved in community involvement. Like it's really fun. It, yeah. And that's what the international organization's goals are. Now, when you get get down to the micro level of like colleges, some are more partying, some are more this, but mm -hmm. there are organizational standards that you have to abide by to be able to be in the organization. Yeah. Okay? So um, I was in a sorority at Loyola Marymount called Alpha Phi. And <laughs> when you <laughs> say that, is everyone like, roll call, Alpha Phi? What's your like bird call? We didn't have You don't one. have a chance? Well, L at LMU, it was like hotty toddy, but I think that's not like an Alpha Phi specific one. Internationally, it was just like an LMU chapter one. So wait, that's what you call each other? Hotty toddies? Yeah, or you might be like at a, not even that. It wasn't like you're at a frat party, you'd call that out. Like it wasn't. You'd be like hotty toddies and they all turn around, all the girls <laughs> in the maroon or whatever, whatever the color is. Bordeaux. Bordeaux. It was an bad. ugly ass color, actually. Silver and Bordeaux. It was actually probably pretty cool. No, that's, in like that's pretty 90s. classy. Yeah, right? That's pretty classy. I mean, it's called Bordeaux. It couldn't be called Oxblood or Maroon. Instead, it's Bordeaux. It's fancy, right? Yeah. So at my school, we did not have sorority houses mm -hmm. um, at usually bigger schools. That, well, or in just, the South. I feel like movies I've seen all the Southern they have like mansions. They have like hundred room mansions. It's insane. And I've seen it on both ends because I was involved in my sorority for four years. But then when I graduated, I was one of those and went back and I was a recruitment Total leader. Dork. Such like a, a dork. Recruitment, um, what a nerd. Advisor, a recruitment advisor mm -hmm. for like eight years. I love this shit. I like love involvement. I don't know, but you know, what I like I don't I was never the president like you were Megan I would always run for like treasurer like I want to be involved in the upper yeah. but I never wanted to be head like star of the show yeah that's yeah. for Megan hmm. yeah well I was president of a, a high school with like 400 kids not a fucking sorority I mean that it, it was different but thank you I get what you're saying so you wanted to be a part of but you didn't want to be the the hot no. the top hottie toddy no okay so wait let's take it back let's talk about how do you get into a sorority mm -hmm. so that was the big thing on tiktok is following some of these girls what we call pnms potential new members through recruitment that's so culty <laughs> that's so culty PNM. pnms that's like um that's like like acronyms or like what is it called abbreviations they use in scientology and shit oh yeah have you seen the lisa or the remini what's her name yeah where they have like a compound out in like paris or riverside or something and, like that yep i almost yes. got recruited in in la of at, course you did yeah at but, one of your meetings but then no 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 they no 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 not at all it's actually at like i was just having brunch across the way from like the east hollywood location and they were like checking me out. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't want this. I will poison the well. I will ruin this shit for you. Tom Cruise will have my head chopped off. If he found if, if, if a Scientologist invited me to an open house, they'd be like, oh shit. So okay, so, so what did you say? Your potential, potential new, member? new member. PNM. Okay. Um, I mean, I think they changed that because there was some other derogatory recruitment like rushy or I don't even know. But runt or ankle is... biter. <laughs> Pledge. Pledge. Pledge was the non-PC term. Well, I guess once you get into the sorority. Well, anyways, okay. okay. Potential new member. So you, if you want to go through sorority recruitment, you will sign up. So say, let's just use a round number. Say there are a hundred 
people that want to join a sorority. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there are four sororities to join. So what you do, depending on how big the campus is, how many sororities there are, you will go through a recruitment process where when it's usually in, it's in person, like pre COVID, you would go to these different parties. And this kind of looks culty, but I love this stuff. (laughs) So they get separate into groups and then you walk in and as they're walking in, they have like their name tags on. So say in each little group, there's like 20 girls and they walk into the sorority and then they're like singing and chanting and you like pick one up by your arm and you like walk in with them and you're just like kind of showing them around the room or you're around your house. And then you start having conversations with them. Okay. Cause you're trying to get to know them yeah. to decide if you want them in your sorority. Okay. okay. So you're essentially doing like an interview process. It's speed dating interview process. So um, you, how it works, this is kind of like the inside of things that before you go through recruitment, you might not understand this. The, all the people you talk to that day are essentially rating, rating you, like giving you a score. Hot or not. No, not hot or not. <laughs> God. I always joke with Darren. I'm like, be honest with me. At Alpha Phi, did they check your BMIs? Up, Seriously. Yeah. And they measured your breasts. They measured your bra size and be like, okay, she's itty bitty titty and her BMI is like at least 35. She can't fit into this sorority. No. That's what I see when I hear sorority. I'm like, they, they don't like big girls. They don't like flat chested girls. There are big girls and small boob girls in sororities. Okay. okay. Got it. Got, no. So it wasn't like, I will tell you kind of some of the things. People, Ooh, spill it. Okay. But it's not like that. It's not as superficial as you think. Okay. So you come into a room and it's very calculated and strategic. And me as a recruitment advisor, we had to organize all this. Mm-hmm. So you, you do like you have your, what's called your bump group. So say there's five of you in your bump group, you pick up four new me- potential new members okay. okay and there's one girl that's free that's a floater and then she bumps one of the girls and then you go to the next girl to talk and the next girl and the next girl so you're essentially just going in a circle yeah. until you talk to all the girls okay? yeah so between the parties you get a little score sheet and you are you are rating them and there's different things that you would rate them on mm-hmm. but i mean it it's something anything with like how you would interview for a, a job essentially like your communication skills not looks but like if you were polished presentation, or not presentation yeah. so like were your nails chipped exactly were your nails chipped like were you dressed appropriately for the occasion were you missing a tooth <laughs> did you forget your flipper that day <laughs> fuck i'm sorry i'm getting my flipper redone <laughs> that's on the survey did she have all her teeth as far as i know <laughs> oh my god um you know, and there were some things, this this might sound like a little crazy, that you could get like bonus points for. So during recruitment, they, you know, we perform skits and songs and all kinds of crazy stuff. So if someone say is like a Broadway singer or performer or, you know, a, a, a thespian, mm-hmm. they could be beneficial to your organization because mm. then the next time during recruitment, they could be the star of your show and recruit more new members. Interesting. Say if someone was like a really amazing athlete, there are like inner fraternal like games. Like you want that. So there are some things you look for. Like if you are a star, like if you can like play the piano and like you can do something at our uh, philanthropy uh, ball, then like those are things where we would might make note of it yeah. and be like, oh yeah, that's really good. Let's kind of like move her more higher on the list. Wait, but so why did Alpha Phi pick you? Because you're not athletic. You can't <laughs> sing. You can't play piano. You're kind of worthless. Well, like why did they wow. pick you? you? You bribed them, didn't you? No. Well, okay. When I went through recruitment, there was 
three, like there are four sororities and three of them, I would say like were more popular, but I don't know. I just really, from the beginning, I liked the girls that were in Alpha Phi. They had a really big uh, philanthropy fundraiser that they were like the top fundraiser in the nation for a really mm-hmm. long time. And those are things that really spoke to me. Um, so I don't know. I just. Wait. So when people, when you're doing this, like where they, they pull you into the house and ring around the rosy and chant at you, do you get to go to the three other sororities yes, too? Okay. So yes. So when you sign up for formal recruitment, you have to go to all the other parties Mm. and then you rank the sororities you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So it is this mathematical program called RFM. Gosh, it's been been like 10 years. But what it is, is that the goal is to try to get as many girls into a sorority as possible. Mm -hmm. So it happens before, before they had this mathematical process, say the top, there was one top sorority and everyone, everyone wanted to be in the top sorority. If they didn't get it, then they wouldn't join the other sororities. So they try to make it an equal playing field where they disperse the girls as evenly as possible. Mm -hmm. You aren't forced to join a sorority that you don't want to, but what they encourage you to do is to keep an open mind that if you didn't get your top choice, that your second or third choice, there are still really great girls in that. And maybe that was a better match for you that you just don't see, but just to keep an open mind and give it a chance. Yeah. Okay, so as you're, we're ranking the girls, then the PMs are then ranking the sororities. It goes through this little computer system, and then the next day they spit out your cuts. So before, if you had eight parties that one day, the next day you're going to have wait. Six you go parties. to eight parties in a day. Well, it just depends. No, it depends how many sororities there are. Mm-hmm. So there's four sororities. You go to four parties, but. When you are a sorority member, you might have eight groups of girls you have to talk to all day because it, it just depends on how many members are are recruiting or how big the rooms are, things mm-hmm. like that. So it's a lot to like keep your head around and organize and and you have to put all into like this crazy Excel spreadsheet. And then the last day is something called a preference. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go through and they do this like really... <laughs> It is kind of culty. It's either in like a black room or a white room and you're singing songs. That's some eyes wide shut shit. It, it really is. <laughs> it's so is. And you write a letter to the girl like, Megan, I know I just met you two days ago. I would love that though. I, my ego would love but that. Like tell me, I'd, I'd wear a cloak and shit and be like yes. super mysterious. I'd get a fog machine <laughs> and like just please send, put all the letters at my feet and tell me how amazing I yes. am. So the two sororities. And they'd be like, who day. is that chick? She's not in our sorority. <laughs> and you're there. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I just want attention and to be mysterious in a cloak. (laughs) So, I mean, okay. So you're in a white room or a black room, black room. And then the, so you go to the last two and, and okay, here's the thing. Just cause you want to join a a sorority. Mm -hmm. If none of the sororities think you're a good match, you're not guaranteed to be in a sorority. Of course. I'd hope not. No, don't let just any schmuck in a sorority, but it's not like, that's not like schmuck, but sometimes there are more like higher, how do we put this? Like higher risk. PNM. So say if you were at the height Slutty of girls. your drug and alcohol problem. Yeah. Do you want a member that is like like a cokehead? Yeah, like she'd a be a fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> she'd she know, would be. She'd know all the drug dealers. She would be. She would have all the access to the clubs. I mean, I would... Yeah, no, then, I get what you're saying, but, but then she's you get risky. Kicked off, then you, your whole sorority gets kicked also, off. Also, she has to get dealing. sent off to rehab yes, and in fucking Rhode Island, and it's just the parents get involved. I could imagine that you don't want a risky. No, that's co-cut. something we don't want to do. So you can get cut earlier, early on in the stages, but if you make it to the last day when you are at two different parties, your top, the last two sororities you have, mm-hmm. you're pretty much guaranteed a bid. You're guaranteed to get into one of those two sororities as long as you're okay with that. So do these sorority, like, 
you're an alpha fee, but there's, you know, beta, gamma, alpha, delta, whatever they are. So do you guys all work in cahoots with each other? Like you guys have like a big sorority roundup and you're no, like, I like No, it is a straight competition. Oh shit. These bitches were probably oh, yeah. sob. No, there are, it's, there's like oftentimes like these top PNNs where you're like, we, she needs to be in our group. And so you're just like doing everything you can. <laughs> That's crazy. But, 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 but there are, there's rules. Like there are, most campuses have very strict rules. You can't do something called dirty rushing. Like you can't like take the girl out like two weeks before and be like, get her hair blown out, nails no. and feet done. You can't promise bids. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Um, but no, it gets nasty. And so, and then you are ranked. Like there are, there's mathematical ranking of like which sorority got the top girls, like the top recruiting sorority. And then it goes down and like, it's a whole thing. It's it's very competitive. It is it's it's more it's like a just a competitive on a personal end, making sure like we want to get the best people to make our organization better. Yeah. So where were you ranked? Did they give you like a final like? Do they show you that information like I, out of all the girls? Oh, how like the how, when I was a member? Mm -hmm. No, but as a advisor, you I, saw. Oh yeah, like I have all the rankings. No, but did you, could you look back and see what they ranked no. you at? I recruited in. 2001 so like 20 years ago so the mm -hmm. computer but the computer was they, like they long didn't gone. have computers back then no it was like <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. they didn't have internet in 2001 no it was a it was an abacus <laughs> and a typewriter so we actually don't have proof of where Aaron was ranked in 2001 because no, it was so I long don't, ago i don't but once you get in so say at the the last day they will give you your your um like pledge class number like how many people you have to pick like your top people so say they you have to pick 20 girls. You don't rake those 21 to 20. They're just like one, 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 one. Mm -hmm. So you just pick the top 20 and then everyone else below it gets ranked 21, 22, 23, because then those people, they kind of get selected and by the computer system get put in the however like it the it, it lands. I guess. So okay, so Alpha Phi has their top 20 pick. Who's the other one? Delta like, Gamma? Our, at my at my story is your... Delta Gamma. Uh-huh. Uh, Pi Beta Phi, uh -huh. Delta Zeta, and then some other ones came after I was there. And so, the oh, a Theta, Kappa Alpha Theta was there too. So all, so they have a twenty. So say Delta Beta, Alpha Beta, <laughs> the grocery store. <laughs> the um, they they were like, I want Aaron. So mm -hmm. really, you were like, Alpha Phi wants you. It's like draft day. It is okay. So say <laughs> you. This is okay. This is crazy. This this is. It, this is like too much to explain in here. So say, say you want alpha fee mm -hmm. and I put you as number 21 yeah. on my list. Somehow if Delta Gamma puts you in their top 20, they could get you because we didn't rank you top. It's just how like all the numbers work out. But what if I don't want Delta Gamma was like, we want you. And I was like, I don't want so you. So you can do something called suicide bidding where you could just bid alpha fee. And then if you don't get it, you don't get it. That'd anything. be my style. That'd be my style. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, they're like, oh, could you pick me? It's like, no, I know what I want. I want to be with Bordeaux, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, if, I, if I'm not going to get that, I don't want anything at all. No, you can I do that. Be in a you can suicide bid. That'd totally be my vibe. Yeah. But, 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 but if you do that, you can't go through recruitment for a whole nother year. That's fine. You can't join anything. Whatever. They didn't want me. I don't want them anyways. <laughs> that would be my attitude. So did you want to okay. be an alpha fee? Be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was my number one choice. So did you suicide bid? No, because I, I also rushed Delta Gamma and I like them too. Like mm -hmm. they, they were both good, but I think I ranked Alpha Phi above. So out of all those sororities, who were the hoochiest, to be honest? <laughs> oh my gosh. You probably shouldn't say this now that I ask you. No, well. Who had a reputation for being the most hoochie? Probably ours or Theta. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Theta maybe a little bit more. And I know I have a pa- I one of my patients was a Theta LMU with me. I'm going to ask her if what she thinks. Yeah, Let me but, ask her the same question. You know, what what distinguishes a hoochie? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just Here's, it, did you have a rep that what was off of fee's reputation? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe academics know, like no theatrics no no i would just say maybe popularity but then we had a big philanthropy too like our philanthropy was bomb so there you go that will be your legacy is that you guys made a lot of money for philanthropy <laughs> yes right yes okay so once okay you, so, so we, did yeah, you we have get to in. go through all the hazing before or after alpha fee chose you okay there is at lmu there is like literally no hazing because what can happen the school or the international organization, like there's an Alpha Phi International where it's it oversees the the like 132 chapters. They could come in if you do something shady like hazing, they will shut your ass down. They will mm. shut it down. So there have been Alpha Phi's that have been shut down before. Oh, every sorority, every fraternity, more so fraternities. But it's something that's so strict where the the it wasn't even hazing, but it's just like let's go out and get drunk. Let's go do like a whole bunch of Jello shots. Mm-hmm. It, but it wasn't. It, we never had anything really like that at yeah. all. Just like some drinking parties, you know. But yeah. it was nothing abusive. At yeah, all. I went to an Alpha Phi party one time, and uh, I was so bored. Oh, and <laughs> but people thought I bought all the I alcohol. I think you were sixteen. I was sixteen. I was five eleven by then, and people were like, "Oh, that's the bitch who bought the booze." I was like. I'm actually Aaron's little sister. And I don't even think you let me sleep in your dorm room. I had to sleep in the car or something crazy. Oh, no, you didn't. That's such a lie. <laughs> that is such a lie. I was just like, LMU, AF, Alpha Phi is not the party for me. I'd rather go to Chico State. <laughs> and I would go as a 13-year-old hit up Frat Row in Chico State with my friend Rachie. That was a, That's my type of party. That is, like like six-foot bong rips Chico, and keg stands. Santa Barbara, like USC. I went to DP. Isn't that what it's called? Double penetration? <laughs> What's that area called in Santa Barbara? DP, DT, somebody, please help me out here. That little beach strip where it's just shitty houses because of all the (laughs) semen and beer that's embedded in the carpet. So gross. Heidi lived there. I know. Our our cousin lived there. But um, Santa Barbara was cool. I think they. Did you go to USC? I went to USC frat party senior year of high school. I went to. No, that's, that's more Aaron's vibes. I was at hardcore shows and stuff in high school i'd rather than go that's see that's the difference between Aaron and i she was like hitting up the usc frat parties i was at the smell in downtown la you know these like grimy bars and and going to like weird part after parties for the ataris so different different strokes for different folks <laughs> it was a good time yeah i would you know your sorority so you didn't have to get haze you didn't have no. to like eat shit off the floor or no, nothing like that we just had parties streak. Let's go streaking. No, no, it wasn't even that bad. And it's something where. Wait, so did you, you didn't live in a house? No. So at LMU, they did not have houses. Mm-hmm. We met on campus in a, like a classroom or a boardroom. Mm-hmm. And we had the some of the fraternities had unofficial houses. They weren't these big mansions. There were houses with like six rooms. Um, so we'd have <laughs> black lights. What kind of shit's going on in a room with six rooms with mm-hmm. what, 12 dudes? Yeah, Ew. So gross. Um, but no, we didn't have houses. And I think that almost made it a, a little bit better because I still had my friends and my roommates. Most of them were not in, in the sorority. So I had friends outside of the sorority, but then I could go to parties and exchanges and formals and meetings. And it wasn't like all consuming. Oh, cool. So the cult allowed you to have an outside life. They did. They did. <laughs> they gave me that they permission. They allowed you to maintain relationships with friends not in the cult. Yes. Scientology would cult. not have let you do that. <laughs> no. That whenever I wonder, am I in a cult? 
with some of my community organizations. I'm like, no, because a cult wouldn't allow me to have a relationship with other people that aren't in this cult. Yeah. So Alpha Phi, and I joke, please, all these people, somebody messaged us and was like, hey, Megan, not all us Mormons are bad. I was like, I hope I didn't come off saying that Mormons are bad. I love Mormons. We, I joke, love about it. we joke, I'm Catholic. I joke about Catholics. Yeah. Like, I'm joking about Aaron as an Alpha Phi yes. because it's just so... Aaron to be in a sorority, you know. It is. I am like sorority. So wait, girl. what's an exchange? Big, Bo- exchange of bodily fluids? That is that happens, a ceremony? That happens at those. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what an exchange is is that it's a it's a, a essentially a party with a sorority and a fraternity. Ooh. So you go and it's usually themed. Oh, actually, I brought you something to to peruse. Oh shit! Let's take a look. Oh my gosh! You want to know if Aaron's a dork or not? She scrap books. She's a scrapbooker. Twelve years. I'm pulling it up right now. What you guys can't see, I'll put a picture up of it. Is an Alpha Fee crushed velvet scrapbook. Do you know has... I was actually in an MLM scrapbooking organization for a hot minute? Oh shit! But I think I just signed up to sell it so I could get the discounts that's, of it. Well, that's okay. That's when you scrapbooking use it. was the original blogging. This is so cute. This was a beautiful night. A fiasco. That must be an exchange or a party. Oh no, that was a the formal, fundraiser. That was fundraiser. like the the. She weighed, she, this was a beautiful night. We, we raised over $30,000 for CCFA and Alpha Fiend. She has all these cute pictures. Oh, there's the Ivy Extravaganza. Oh my gosh. Pictures with Ryan, Aaron's husband. She's been with her husband forever. Sweetheart's on the sea. This is so cute. So that was, I think, a date night where then you can bring a date that wasn't in the fraternity. It's so funny to see pictures of Aaron without chin filler or Kybella <laughs> and no lip filler. Like, oh my God, she didn't have an upper lip. She didn't have an upper lip before she became a Durham PA. Are you saying I gl- glowed up? She glowed up. There's a picture of her in a limo. Happy val- Ma- a Valentine from mom and dad. That's really cute. You know, I think this is, wait, let me give you the other one. I think this is the more the, the drunken She's, you're one. You're wearing roses. Oh, here. Let oh, me there's some one. frat boys now. Okay, so who is the hottest frat? Be honest. Oh, probably Sig Ep, Sigma Phi Epsilon. And why there. were they hot? They just, you know what they had? They had like. They were packing. <laughs> They were packing, huh? They were long shorts. and strong <laughs> down there. No, just kidding. <laughs> they were packing and they're all water polo players that were well, I wore think, speedos. You know what? I guess my more my type was like, they were like the student body president, but then they were also attractive too. Wait, why are there watermelon stickers covering these boys' cups? Are you not allowed to show? Yes. Okay. So during recruitment, you couldn't have pictures of alcohol. And so if we had any, I probably had this scrapbook or some picture on display. You had to cover like a solo cup with a sticker. Yeah. So Aaron has a picture of these like boys that look like they're from a Blink-182 video and there's watermelons <laughs> all over them and it's covering their red cups. Italian wedding. Why was this chick the bride? Why was she, was she the, the president? Special? She was the president of the sorority. Oh my that gosh. Megan. Oh, Aaron's white party. Very cute. Very puff daddy. Hamptons. I look like you here. You know what's so funny? What? Let me see. I look like Erin because she's a little pudgy and she is wearing like a white blouse like we're in and her eyebrows are thin. So this was before Erin's glow. It's funny. Erin's pudgy is like a size four. But, you know, it's just before, she, you know, then she lost her baby fat. You know, Elle looks just like you. So more pictures of Erin in a in a tube dress. She has her hair twisted back with little butterfly clips. This is crazy. I can't wait to show you guys these pictures so you can see her. So anyways, we we had a lot of fun. So we did a lot of like dances and drinking and whatever. Yeah. But there's also this whole 
organizational structure where you have someone who's the treasurer and you plan meetings and you plan growth development and you plan fundraisers and and like trips. And it's just, I don't know. I thought it was really, really fun. You can barely attend meetings and be in a sorority or you could be like all in like I was. So some girls can skate by without doing much. Or do you have to do like volunteer there's, requirements? There's like bare minimum. Like you have yeah. to attend meetings and you have to get a certain number of points to be able to like move on to got the next it. level. Got it, got it, And got pay it. your dues. Like literally pay money? Yeah, being in a sorority, it is not cheap. It's it's, it's actually reasonable if you don't have a house dues, like if you're not paying a mortgage on a sorority house. Yeah. But, you know, it's to pay for the things, um, your, your dinners, the dances, the just like everything it takes to like run an organization. So it's, and there's international dues. So, so you literally had toga parties. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Aaron said toga fun on the Santa Monica pier. Our togas may have not stayed on, but we still danced all night. Oh my God. This picture of Aaron, you guys in her Chris on her Christina Aguilera, dirty, nasty days. You guys have, I've never seen Aaron's fucking uh, midriff. I think that is the one time I've worn like a crop top. You guys, Aaron never, has never, never showed do. her midriff, but there's a picture <laughs> of her. She has a banging body. She has a Beyonce body in this picture. I can't wait to show the world. You guys are going to die. She's wearing a mini skirt and a crop top and a cowboy hat. So crazy. Ooh, well, gosh. I can't wait to share that with you guys. So sorority days are fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then you graduate. And if you want to be crazy like me, you can go back and volunteer with your sorority to be an advisor on an advisor level. So it's usually it's it is people who have graduated from the sorority. You can go back and be a, like a head advisor, recruitment advisor, finance advisor, operational advisor, and then give back. So it's fun. I traveled like all over, went to the conventions. We actually won like best advisory board like oh, international wow um yeah it was just really fun but i will tell you being a recruitment advisor it has helped me so much in real life when it comes to the business of hiring people just how you interview how you get to know people quickly what to look for um it's just it is really really helpful working with so many different personalities yeah trying to keep that organization intact uh, I think, yeah, I think you do. It is not all superficial as people make it out to be. Yeah, that's a great plug for it. That the skills you learned while you were on as an advisory, as an advisor mm -hmm. helps, helped create the treatment. Well, even when you are in the sorority, you have to learn how to, you know, run those things, run, run recruitment. Too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Wow. So has any, did anybody get kicked out or something scandalous? Spill the tea. Uh, I mean, yeah, people got kicked out, but... Nothing crazy. You know, they have these standards boards where, oh, if you say you're at a party and you're like super drunk, there are girls where you have to, oh my gosh, what was it called? You were assigned to be sober at the party. Like mm -hmm. it was in a rotation. Like you had to do one party a year where you were sober and you can't Oh my drink. gosh, all the girls are like, ah, yep. I have to be sober. Like sober it's like, like sober one, sisters. One party a year, girl. It Calm is, down. It was not fun. But anyways, and you usually pick like, you try to pick the party with like the boring fraternity so you're not missing out on much <laughs> um so if that happens like you can do something where you like kind of tap the girl on the shoulder like and our little signal was like tnp that's not fee like you're being a whore like you're that's not fee that's not fee that's not p h i okay that's not fee i can TNP, see bitch. your vagina <laughs> you're just barfed on yourself you look like megan after a, her bender please get the fuck out of the party tnp and then she's all drunk. She's like, fuck your TNP. I am P. I am C. 
<laughs> the life of the party. That'd be my girl, TN TNP. Yeah. TNP what? That's not fee. So it's not for everyone. Wait, so what would a data delta girl say? That's not Delta. That's not Gamma. That Gamma, not Bama. That's not Delta. That Delta, not Felta. Or what, I, what would rhymes with? <laughs> well, it's just whatever their little thing is, like their little yeah. sign, like, no. Or use a hoe. <laughs> use a hoe. They just sing that. Ho. You're like, DJ, drop the track. <laughs> At the party, ho. And they carry her <laughs> out. <laughs> use a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well uh, but yeah we just you and i think this goes in life okay like let's have fun mm -hmm. let's play hard but when it comes to a certain point you know do you need to be the sloppy girl like passed out in the corner mm -hmm. no, like just maybe just try to take it down just a little notch if it's something you can't control yeah but that's a hard thing to tell a girl who was completely you know ruled with an iron fist and then her first experience away from her crazy strict parents are in college yeah you go ham yeah but sometimes you're a senior senior in college yeah and that's when they need to call megan because yes. they have a problem with alcohol <laughs> or i can I, you know they can go to promises in malibu <laughs> And we could hook them up with a nice little inpatient residential program. But yeah, I mean, that's when, seriously, that's when you got to intervene. No. But also too, I'll give you a life tip. What, okay. When I went through recruitment, it was the first year of Facebook, like, or no, when I was a senior in college, it was called like the Facebook. So we didn't have online social media to really look at. But now when, when I was an advisor, we would kind of like look at girls to see if there was dangerous stuff on there. Like, are you, is your profile picture? You like smoking a bong? Mm -hmm. Are you doing those things? So you know, you might not agree with that, but in a, like a workplace too, or in a like sorority, they are going to look at those things. And you, if you have this public perception of maybe things that are, you know, reckless or dangerous, mm -hmm. people look at that. Oh so, gosh. And even when we do interviews, we will like, we will Google you and see what comes up. And we have not hired people because of some scandalous stuff yeah. that they have personally posted online. And, you know, it is out there. It's out there forever. And so I would just be very careful. Even with me, when I w was going to PA school, I deleted all of my Facebook albums from 2000 and like when I graduated, 2005 to 2011. Mm -hmm. Nothing was really scandalous, but I just didn't want that information out there. Yep. yep. Um, so just be careful. Yeah. Scrub be your profile. Be careful. Scrub. If you're, yeah. If you're smoking a blunt in your profile pic, you better own a cannabis company or something. Yeah. And that's or a blunt fine. Wrap. Yeah, that's you totally fine. That. That's like, your there's business. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's so. But if you're, you know, if you don't own a medical marijuana company, you might want to consider that just replacing the picture of you in a nice business suit <laughs> with your hair dyed all one color and your nails polished. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Gosh. That's so like strict. I remember going to a job interview and I wore um, like a pencil skirt and a, like I looked really profesh like i've been taught like have a backup pair of pantyhose in your purse in case you get a hole in one like so prepared very old school and the hr person comes out and this chick is literally in a crop top wearing no bra with her nips pierced <laughs> what I job was, was this for uh it was for netflix oh yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was just like um cool i'm overdressed honestly i think that's why they didn't want me they're like this bitch is too stiff it she wears a bra <laughs> <laughs> she wears a bra but um yeah it was it was quite funny so um but yeah then that means i'm just not a good i wasn't a good fit for for netflix anyways so you might not you know you might be like fuck it i want to smoke a blunt in my profile pic okay that's cool but you might not be a good fit for alpha fee so like the girls that didn't get chosen how do you deal with that did you have any friends that like did not get picked for any sorority uh 
I did. I mean, it happened. So what ha- when you are going through recruitment, you have a group leader. Oh my gosh. I, when I went through, they were called Rokai's. And that group leader, say she's in charge of the 10 girls, her job is to take them to the different parties. And they are a sorority member. But that year, they don't participate in their own sororities recruitment. They go volunteer for like the the um, uh, the, the college recruitment. Mm-hmm. So they will counsel the girls, help give them advice. And then if they don't get in, then they're kind of there to like, it's okay. You know, let's figure something else out. Now, after recruitment, there can be something called open bidding. If there are sororities that didn't fill their pledge class, then they might be open to recruit later on. They kind of like can go in that pool and pick from people who didn't get in the first round, essentially. Oh, hell so no. At that point, possibly. I'd be like, if you didn't want me to the first time, I don't want of you now. You would. Fuck off. I'd be like, uh, I'm not going to be some like last chance bargain bin. You know, like, oh, you know, the, that shelf that's in the grocery store by the bathroom with all the food that's like half that expired is not, and spoiled. That is not people. Well, that's how know. I perceive it. OK, that's Gosh. how I perceive it. You don't pick me the first time and then like, oh, I'll let you. The only time that's appropriate is at a wedding. You might be on like the B or D list for a wedding invite, but then the first round don't confirm. So you get invited. I'm all about that. You know, but it's the math. So, But there are sororities where the girls all didn't pick the whole sor- the sororities either mm-hmm. so it's maybe sororities that they were ranking down a little bit lower mm-hmm. um so and you just have to be open you meet friendships everywhere or maybe it just wasn't for you and then you go find another organization to to join you join scientology but, yeah. <laughs> you join jw jehovah's witness or something where they really <laughs> accept you for who you are <laughs> they don't judge you on singing and dancing and athleticism <laughs> I'm just what, kidding. They do the te- what's the um, like finger like Set, the, the stress test? Yes. Yeah, girl. I I I, I binged on that Lisa Remini or whatever. Her, what's her yeah. name? Remy. Leah, Leah Remini. Yeah. Leah yeah. Remini. Yeah. I binged on that shit where like all of all of the Scientology people like followed her around and blacked out Yukons and stuff. Sketch. Yeah. But no, uh, Alpha Phi won't do that to you. Yeah, promise. If you are a Scientolo- practicing Scientologist, hit us up. I want to have you on our show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but then we might get sucked in. That's their organization, like the Sea Org. Oh, I was thinking of the other. You need to watch the show. Yeah, I want. No, no, no. Sea Org. You wear navy uniforms. It's it's pretty cray cray. I watched some. Well, you know what people say. I sound and look like Laura Prepon. Do you know who she is Mm -mm. from that '70s show? The redhead chick. She's an orange and the new black. Yes, yes, yes. Seriously, I was at the dentist and some chick was like, "You remind me," and she's a Scientologist. Mm. So maybe I'll go to an open house because they'll accept me since sororities. Would. There's a reading room up the street. No, that's Christian Science. Oh, wrong. It's different. Girl, you do not know your cults. Yeah, there's <laughs> a big difference. Christian Science reading rooms—they don't make you like pay them millions every year and like disappear from the planet. No, Christian Science no. is is a, is a more I think like it's faith based, but also like maybe Darwinism is involved. I don't know. Oh. We need a we need a priest from that faith organization as well gosh we have so many people we got to okay. bring on the show we'll get to all the different culty organizations <laughs> soon enough sororities check 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 <laughs> okay so i'm not a sorority girl aaron's definitely a yes. sorority girl so who would be a good candidate for a sorority if we have listeners who are maybe thinking about it or moms who have daughters that yeah. might want to pitch it to them somebody who wants to make friends mm-hmm. uh someone who likes social functions mm-hmm. but also likes to be 
in involved where they want to do, I think you get the most out of it when you join something, you take a position, you want to go to the events. It, you, you get, you get out of it, what you put into it. I mean, mm -hmm. if you just like half-ass the meetings, whine about the dues and the requirements, and it's not for you, like no one's forcing you to do it or forcing you to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you just, you know, like being a member of something and just like participating, I think it's, I think it's really, really fun. And I'm a big proponent of, you know, when you're younger, like have fun and it doesn't have to be like drinking or partying. That's not it, but go do stuff because as you get older, it's so much harder to make friends mm -hmm. that put yourself out there and meet as many people as possible. And hopefully you will meet those one or two, two persons who will be your lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. And those are the situations where you're going to meet them. Yeah. For me, I had like, I had a lot of fun mm -hmm. and it almost, I like sowed my oats when I was younger and I just, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything now. Yeah. Um, so for me, it worked me. I had a lot of fun and I'm glad I did it. Cool. So that's the plug. That's the pitch for being a sorority. Who shouldn't be in a sorority? If you don't want to be held to requirements of something, mm -hmm. you have to go to, you have to go to meetings. You have to, you have to participate. You're not just paying for parties. If that is not what today's sorority is about. Mm -hmm. Fraternities, maybe, you know, you pay your dues and go to the keggers, but um, no, if, if you, if, if you just maybe like to have fun or you don't want to have as much of a commitment, then it's maybe not for you. So can non-alpha fee girls go to an alpha fee party or is there like restrictions? Like if I didn't want, I wanted to have the fun of partying, but I didn't want to go to meetings. No, you'd have, you just go to the fraternity parties. Oh, okay. I did think. Because frats let anybody yes, in. There were some rules about, and again, I was, this is like 20 years ago for me. There was discussion about, can you bring a female date? when you go to like a date night, it doesn't have to be a fraternity member. So mm -hmm. before it's like you only bring males, but could you bring females? And I think some, you know, this is uh, just, you know, talking about like, you know, uh, equal rights and things like that. Back then, I think you had to bring a male date, but I think, I hope stuff has changed now. Yeah. Where it's more open. Um, but, but no, you cannot just go to a party. Okay. So sorry guys, you don't want to go to the meetings, but you want to party? Go to a frat party. <laughs> go to- Yeah, and wrap it up. And you bring Clorox wipes because that shit, I've been in a frat house one time so and gross. the bathroom floor was sticky. They all are. They're disgusting. They're so gross. Yeah. That's a good time. <laughs> well, thanks guys for listening. Hope you had fun learning about Aaron's sorority exploits. If you have any questions, hit me up. <laughs> Go Alpha Fee. Woo! Yeah. That's not Fee! <laughs> <laughs> That's so Fee! That is so of you, bitch. Yes, that's Sophie. Like, that's so fetch. That's so clutch. That's so this. That's Sophie. No. Anyways, all right, guys. Bye. Bye.